0: Welcome to the NOLA ROW Experience Podcast. Raw, honest, relatable experiences that help us grow. Are you subscribed? If not, what are you waiting for? Go! And please, leave a review and help us grow while you're at it. Thank you. On today's episode of the NOLARO Experience Podcast, people are having sex in different ways, alternative sex lifestyle with our special guest, the rare rebel, aka the sensual rebel, the SOA QA and a of the day, and of course, today's happy habit. Just a goofball. Welcome.
1: Welcome. Thank you. And thank
0: you for being here.
1: Oh, I'm so happy to be here.
0: So tell the people who you are.
1: Hey everyone, I'm T, um, aka the Rare Rebel. I'm an intuitive card reader, spiritual rebel, and energy worker.
0: I love it. I am so excited about this conversation. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but it's to <get> spicy. <laughs> so you're embarking on this personal healing journey. But you're doing it in a way that some people might judge, right?
1: This is true. Yes, this is true.
0: So I've seen you go from, you know, doing your readings online Mm -hmm. and um, talking to people about crystals and doing different things that, you know, people are comfortable with. They're like, yeah, that's (laughs) cute. I like tarot. (laughs) I like crystals, you know, pink, uh, blue. The black one's my favorite. Like, this is how people are reacting. But then once you bring sexuality into it, all of a sudden it's like, okay, what is this? Do you believe that sexuality and spirituality go hand in hand or are they separate?
1: I believe that they go hand in hand. I believe it's an energy exchange um, between two people, Mm -hmm. Um, and depending on who your partner is, or if you're not aware of the type of partner that you're experiencing this exchange with, can just be a take, 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 kind of like an energy vampire, Mm. or it can be even flow, which can help co-create something magical and beautiful and manifest.
0: Okay, so manifestation, how does that even happen? Because we're here to have a good time. For some people, this is not Mr. Right, this is Mr. Right now, right? (laughs) Don't front, this is how it happens. How exactly are we, what, you know what? Manifestation can be intentional. So we go in here, and uh, we we do whatever it is that we do, and we think about it, and we focus on it, and we manifest in that way. Can people also manifest when they're not focused on it?
1: I think so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, sometimes when we're not aware, we put those unintentional, intentional things out there, it can manifest into things that we don't want. Yeah, because
0: things show up all the time, and you're like, look what I done. Yeah, you manifested that. Whether you were praying on it or meditating on it or not, you're still manifesting things with these energetic exchanges like you mentioned.
1: Right, and also, you know, one thing me and one of my friends, Kyla, we always talk about is
0: that words are spells. Mm. You have
1: to be very intentional With your words and things like that when it comes to manifestation, whether it's through playtime or just doing your own rituals and things like that. Mm. Words always matter.
0: So how does a person manifest when they're performing a sexual act, whether it's um, alone Or with another person what does that even look like like what am i (laughs) what am i telling my partner what am i telling myself what am i telling the universe like who are we talking to what does it sound like what does it look like the
1: way for me the way it looks like again starts with intention really Mm -hmm. thinking about you know what is it that i'm trying to uh, like have a goal i guess Mm -hmm. at the end Mm -hmm. and part of it is really just mindfulness mm. so starting off with like deep breathing really grounding yourself into mm. the energy really feeling the sensations in your body learning how to control that mm. learning how to be aware of that because i feel like a lot of the time when it comes to pleasure and when it comes to sex mm. um a lot of it's transactional and a lot of times people are just like okay one and done like
0: to them it seems mm. physical Yes. Only. Yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. And
1: really it's it's really mostly mental.
0: Mm.
1: It's about your mindset. Facts. Yes. It's about your mindset. If you don't have the right mindset going into it or if you're overwhelmed or anxious and things like that totally can mess up the vibe. So
0: what does this look like? I I, I want I want 10 million dollars, you know, within the next whatever time frame and I am connecting with my partner. We're about to, you know, practice sexual rituals to attract this money so night one or morning one or (laughs) afternoon one we we get in there what does this sound like
1: okay so the way it would look like is that you would start off kind of eye gazing with your partner Mm -hmm. really getting that deep connection Mm -hmm. you know Focusing on the breathing mm-hmm. and then discussing what it is that you desire. Mm. What it is that, you know, hey, I desire this. 10 to
0: million. Ten, ten, 10 million. million 10 million. Ah!
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> And then, um, you know, discussing also boundaries. Mm. You know, consent is a huge thing. That's like a huge thing for me, and it should be a huge thing for everyone.
0: Yeah. um, So that's making me think. If we're talking about consent, this is... um, I'm not saying that consent goes out the window when you're super comfortable, and this is a, a partner that you've been with for a long time, right? Right. But if we are tapping in with somebody that we are comfortable with, we know that they already know my boundaries, they already know what's up. Are we really chanting this money number? Are we really chanting that we want this mansion? Are we chanting that we, whatever it is that y'all be wanting out there, Maserati, Ducati, I don't know. (laughs)
1: That's really up to you guys. Mm -hmm. It's really up, you know, everyone's going to be different. Mm. Um, You know, in the beginning stages when you're like, practicing this yeah sometimes it's better to say it out loud i always yeah. say say things out loud yeah. say it loud say it proud um but um you know if you already have developed you know a real deep connection with someone mm-hmm. you know sometimes the eyes will say a lot more
0: yes than the mouth. smize <laughs> shout out to tyra banks smizing <laughs> some people are too young for that they have no idea what i'm talking about I right love now love
1: Was like my favorite. That's where I learned
0: it. (laughs) It was Smize. Okay, so we went out one night, and we were having a conversation, um, about different things as we do. And you were like, "Hey, oh, we went to a Halloween party, and after the party, you're like, I'm about to go to this other party. (laughs) Do you want to come?" And I'm like, "I don't remember what was going on at the time, but I couldn't come." But then you told me it was an alternative type of party. Yes. What type of event was that?
1: Okay, so it's called a desire party. Mm. Um we make a joke in it saying that it's not a sex party mm. or, you know, play party. But place. is there sex? If you want okay. to happen, it can yeah. happen. Okay. But it doesn't have to happen. Got it. Um I like to call it conscious sex mm-hmm. because it's it was a very spiritual experience. Mm-hmm. For myself, and the way we started off, everyone kind of comes in, and let me tell you something: the outfits, the outfits were amazing. <laughs> like the women knew we we really wanted to do like a fashion show because that's how.
0: Was that because it was Halloween or no? No, no, no. This okay. was this was
1: actually New Year's when this happened.
0: Oh, so the one that I'm talking about, the one you're
1: talking about, was for New Year's.
0: Oh, it wasn't that same night? No. no oh, okay. No. So I got that wire. I got those yeah, wires yeah, crossed. No, it's okay. It's okay. Okay. So what were the outfits? like? So wh- like,
1: I just, very intricate, you know, some people just really expressing themselves, leather, chains, oh, okay. chains things like that. So leather and
0: chains. So some kink was involved. Yes. Yes. Mm, yes. Okay.
1: And um, so basically with this party, everyone kind of starts off just mingling in the beginning. Mm. About, you know, uh, 20 to 30 minutes. And then we start off with a meditation mm. um, to really just get grounded. I love it. Really think about what our intention is mm. for, you know, the party. And then the biggest thing that they go over, which I absolutely loved, was consent mm. and how to approach someone. Yes. You know, it was kind of like your hard no your hard yeah. so this is not the try. wild,
0: wild west. People this, are not,
1: it, this is not just yeah. oh, a free for all. And yeah. what I also loved is that there was no uh substances, so mm. no alcohol, no drugs. You were not permitted to okay have any before or during, okay, after. Um, and then we open up what's called a puja. Mm, so, what's yes. a puja? So, a puja is a circle, so the inner circle are the women and then the outer circle are the men, mm. and each man is a station. So you kind of rotate, and each at each station, you do something to connect, connect okay. which could be like, again, handshake, IVs, handshake hug, massage.
0: Um, or you know what? It's you. Let's get out of the circle. No, no, no. no oh, no, 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 oh okay, no. sorry. It, it's <laughs> like that. It's
1: okay. <laughs> and then um, after a while, then it's like free play. Mm. So free play again can range from anything, um which was interesting.
0: Free play could be, hey, I'm watching. I'm Is watching, that part yeah. of it? Okay, I'm
1: watching you. You watching me.
0: Okay. <laughs> it could but, be, but but stay over there. Yeah, and then okay. sometimes
1: it could just be having a conversation while mm. someone's having an orgasm. Yeah, <laughs> like
0: listen, I had a rough day at work today. <laughs> I just came here to release by watching people like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hey.
1: So, and then. Um, this is
0: the new after work.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then afterwards, um, we end it by kind of like sharing maybe something that we experienced, something that was like maybe a aha moment, as I like to call it. During
0: that time period. During that okay. time okay. period. Mm-hmm. And
1: then just kind of, you know, do like a check in and then everyone leaves. I love it. It's really great. Like the people I met were so awesome. I
0: love it. Somebody judging you right now. There is somebody judging you Only right now. Only God can judge me. <laughs> Are you sure? Because somebody's <laughs> yeah. doing it. No. Somebody's no. judging you right now. How do you feel about that?
1: Honestly, the way I feel about it, I am not going to water down myself to make it more digest- digestible for you. Oh. It's just not gonna happen. If Ooh. you don't like me, it's okay. Don't follow me. I am me not then. <laughs> going to water
0: down myself to make it more digestible for you.
1: Yeah.
0: where did you get that? Where do you get these things from?
1: <laughs> Instagram. I- <laughs> That
0: was a meme. Yeah, that was like, like one of the
1: questions. I was like, "Ooh, I like that." So I'm gonna use that one. <laughs> Whoever
0: wrote that, I love that. It makes it's it's a food reference. I'm a foodie, so yeah. it, it's a food reference. So, all right. So, you're not that. You're not dumbing yourself down, shrinking yourself, changing to make anybody comfortable. But do you find that you are you religious? I'm spiritual. Okay. Came from a religious background, Mm -hmm. yes.
1: Um, Hardcore Christian. (laughs) Or Lutheran. Yeah, Lutheran Christian, Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, And over time, that changed. Mm. And uh, my spiritual journey has been life-changing for me. Um, I've had my ups and downs. Not perfect. I don't claim to be.
0: And that's the thing, right? Right. The spiritual journey. That awakening. The enlightenment. It doesn't happen like flowing water. No, no. It's It's more like crashing waves. Down. (laughs) Tsunami. (laughs) Going under. Yes. Drinking some, throwing (laughs) up, coming back up, needing a moment, walking backwards a little bit. It's not an easy thing. It's It's a transformative thing, and it can be rough. It can be crazy. So what made you, like, walk away from the religious world?
1: I think um, I was questioning a lot, especially, like, my senior year of high school, mm. um, and at the time, the person who I was dating made me question certain mm. things, and okay. we would go back and forth, and I just, it just didn't, it still didn't resonate with me, and I, a lot of it, I saw a lot of hypocrisy that went on. Mm. I went to private school in my life, mm. so I could see the hypocrisy. And um, some of the BS they're okay. us, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and I kind of just strayed away, and really just wanted to tap into finding myself, and finding my own connection with spirit, and my own connection to my ancestors, and things like that. So um, th- I kind of had my awakening, um, awakening, um, or realization during the time of being diagnosed with bipolar Mm. yes okay so um which opened a whole can of worms and you know kind of like trying to find yourself trying
0: to you know yeah figure this thing out like what's happening right now exactly
1: exactly and um I've kind of learned along the way and also with the passing of like my mm-hmm. great grandparents, mm. you know, you know, going through that and then building a connection with them to yeah. always stay connected with them. I've always had a faith though. Yeah. So that's, you know, I am faith based and it's gotten me where I am today. Mm. You know, it I really it. has even through of all the trials and tribulations it's gotten me here.
0: When you're on a journey, like I compare so many things to driving. Driving is my, is my thing. Like, you, you're going to hear it show up over and over. It's just like driving, going somewhere, wherever it is that you're going, and you're going to run into a pothole. Yep. A, a piece, of a rock might. what well, this happened to me, and I was literally talking with my insurance about it the other day. <laughs> a pebble flew up on the highway, cracked my windshield. Oh, I hate that. I didn't do that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, it, it happened, and you're probably going to see somebody. You're probably not going to see anybody at all. You're probably going to, somebody's probably going to walk up to your window, knock on it, scare the shit out of you. The, The point that I'm trying to make is when you are on this journey, you're going to encounter so many different things. And it doesn't always have to be the first thing that was introduced to you. Right. So I like that you said, you know, I was religious. I did experience that. Some things came to me, and the beautiful thing about going through your life's journey is once you learn something, you now have an obligation. People don't always agree with that. Once you get new information, you are now obligated to do something. Something, yes. You can ignore it if you want to, but I feel like you're going to go to bed every night saying, I know better. And I'm not speaking about religion, I'm speaking about anything in life. You learn something new if you feel compelled to go in a different direction. You, you have an obligation should, to do that. Right. So I like that you said, listen, it, ha- it hasn't always been this. I had questions and I made a conscious decision to go in a direction that felt more comfortable. So do you think that since we're talking about growing up and stuff like that, I've heard people say, you know, this girl's a freak or this guy's doing this or this person's doing that. And it's because her daddy wasn't there or it's because he was molested or, you know, people experience traumas that could potentially affect their sexuality, affect their uh, sexual choices as adults. Do you think those things are intertwined or connected?
1: Yes, I do. I do think they're intertwined to a degree. Um, My outlook on it is more like, hey, if you're into... X, Y, and Z, mm-hmm. um, you know, which I know not everyone has the resources mm-hmm. or brought up in certain environments, but it's kind of like, you know, if you're able to get the support or f- whatever support mm-hmm. looks like for that person yes. um, to be able to tap into that yes. and also, you know, have the awareness of choosing wisely who mm-hmm. who you want to dive into those things yeah. because a lot of things surrounding kink has to do with trust. You
0: have mm. to trust.
1: You, there has to be a level of trust, communication, and consent. Those are like the three thing, main things for me at least.
0: So I like that you mentioned kink because um, I've learned something about trauma and how it can relate to sexual choices, things that you want to do. And one thing that stood out to me, and I on this podcast I urge people to – Listen, we're all going to judge at some point. We do it unknowingly, right? But there are the things that you do with your judgment. I can probably look at somebody and say, whatever, whatever, whatever. But am I going to act on it? Because I'm not free of judging people. I haven't, um, I'm not that enlightened yet. But I've gotten to the point where I know that I'm not going to take action on whatever this judgment is. So I've noticed that when it comes to um, any type of alternative sex practices, people, they either don't want to talk about it, and what I've ended up learning is that because we're not talking about it, we don't realize how many people are involved (laughs) in, you know, we call it it kinky, but if you go into the sex world, or I, I hate to call it sex world, but if you go into the world and, actually tap into the language. Kink is a little bit different from being, hey, you're adventurous, right? right? So we're gonna talk about that. But what I wanted to mention was a lot of people who are into kink. Let's say um a woman who wants to be in control. Like she'll tie you up. Y'all know what I'm talking yeah, about. Like a dom. You, you can call her it you can call her a dom yes. but some people don't want to carry the label, right? right. Um she wants to be in control, and she wants to make sure that she's the one navigating this experience, and you're following her, right? Right. And it could come from the fact that when she was younger, she the roles were reversed. She was abused. Maybe somebody took control, raped her, or another form of control, and now she feels like this is how I am going to regain my power right this is how i am going to make sure that i conquer that fear of somebody else being in control maybe when she comes out of the bedroom she's back to being submissive but then in the bedroom she's like this is where i'm going to do that do you think that's unhealthy i don't think it's well again it it really
1: just depends Mm because when it again when it comes to a lot of these things role playing bdsm all these things Mm -hmm. You have to communicate. Yes. You have to communicate, hey, I want to do X, Y, and Z. It would be weird if
0: somebody just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, and
1: just, like, all of a sudden, it's, like, whips and chains, you know,
0: so. And you're traumatized in that situation. Exactly, you
1: know, because a lot of the time, you know, some people look at it as, hey, this is empowering. And some men, some men, they're like, hey, I want to serve i want to submit Mm. i want to serve to the to the feminine and allow her to dominate me Mm. and you know like for instance um i had someone offer to me about how they wanted to just come over my place and clean for me and doing it naked (laughs) and i was like oh i didn't know that was a thing did it
0: happen no no, okay no no, not not yet not yet so the point that we're trying to make is yes trauma can affect how you perform behave or react uh, sexually but it's not always destructive
1: right it's not always destructive because that's
0: I feel like that's what what shows up in the conversation the most no most people feel like oh she's a hoe or this person is whatever label they want to use and it's because they had this trauma it doesn't always show up like that no
1: it doesn't I think it's also just because some people aren't like opening their perspective on things like they're not looking at it from a different lens yeah, or trying to look at it from a different lens. So therefore, because you're closed minded, you're going to automatically assume it's this, this and that when actuality it's really not. Yeah. Well, let's open
0: some minds because that's the whole, yeah, that's the whole (laughs) point here. The whole point is these conversations are not happening. So you're not aware. And because you're not aware, you keep running with this old outdated narrative that, doesn't apply to a lot of people. There's so many false narratives circling around, and somebody might be whatever it is you're labeling them, and it might not be related to trauma at all. It might not be related to sex at all, but they're behaving in a taboo way because of something completely different. And I want to say that that's okay. Like, if you pay attention to the human... Right. Right. Whatever we put out is based on what was put in. And a lot of times you don't have control because you are a child. People can't control the family that they're born into, I think. I don't remember if I chose my family. Um, (laughs) 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 But the, the thing is, if a person experiences a certain type of stimulation or trauma or whatever experience it changes their brain yes that's nature it's science why do we really put so much pressure on people knowing that okay this person went through whatever they went through and you want them to walk out of it unscathed with no reaction to it. Yeah,
1: that's, that's just unrealistic. It makes no sense. Su- no. We're not robots yet. No, not,
0: <laughs> not yet. <laughs> we're still human. And when you see a person acting out, when you see a person going through something, it's because they went through something and it's not on you to say, you know what? You went through something bad and I don't like you because you're reacting bad. Right. Make it make sense. The math ain't mathin'. The math ain't mathin'. <laughs> So that's the message that I, I like to drive on this podcast. When people are going through things, let them go through whatever they're going through because they're reacting in a natural way right? to whatever it is that they went through. So yes, trauma can show up in the bedroom and a lot of you are enjoying it. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: You know, but it's also like there's things, you know, people don't realize because people just think of when they see like the BDSM and a perfect, you know, example of that would be like let's just take 50 shades of gray right oh my in, goodness in the red room and she's you know whips and the chains and the handcuffs and the table and everything like that but people don't realize is that afterwards there is a thing called
0: aftercare. aftercare. <laughs> oh, i shouldn't have said that with you it's gonna sound like i know too much i don't know anything y'all <laughs> I don't know. I, I read your lips and I went with it. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. So there's a thing called aftercare. And again, those are things that you discuss mm. with your partner. What is um, aftercare? Aftercare is just basically what is it that you need? Because sometimes a lot of these things, it spikes a high whether it's an energetic high or a physical high, and how do you come down to that? How do you ground? How do you need to be taken care of? Some people like to cuddle. Some people like to cook food afterwards. Some people need a bath afterwards, mm. you know, or words of affirmations. So it really just depends on the person and, mm. you know, what they need. And it's a, it's, a ta- it's a discussion that you definitely have to have, you know, after, you know, before – Performing
0: and getting into it. There's a lot to this, man. This is exhausting. So. This is the reason why people are like, "Yo, let's just wham bam and thank you, ma'am."
1: Yeah, but you know what? Again, wham bam, thank you, ma'am. I'm not saying it's terrible, but it when you become more aware, it's just it's really trans- it won't resonate with you. Yeah, it won't. It won't, it won't satisfy you. It, it won't really resonate. won't. It it just once I don't you know.
0: start to tap in, all of a sudden you're like, "No, I don't want any old body touching me." Right. Because. I don't like the way you keep doing this. Like, when you read energy, you see things in people. And once you start seeing things in people, all of a sudden you're like, wow, you're really beautiful. And there was a time when I would say this person is really sexy. Yes. Wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Because a a lot of people are that resonates with them. After a while, it doesn't work like that anymore. No. It needs to be more energetic.
1: Energetic. Yes. And I'm not saying you have to marry the person no, or anything no. because some people get that confused misconceptions. Like, yes, misconceptions so you know or think they have to get into a relationship with that person no you can easily explore these things and still you know and have a healthy connection to them without it being a romantic relationship per facts, se.
0: You facts. Know? so one day or maybe a lot of days you were like you know what I want to tap in to something different this ain't cutting it whatever it was (laughs) it's not cutting it because i feel myself growing i feel myself evolving and there's more that i want to explore the more you learn in the world the more you want to explore yes
1: yes the more you want to explore i think um in my high school years i used to read like
0: Zane stop. No, I used to, it
1: was, it was called summer boys. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was just like about, it was about like these like freshmen, like it was like, you know, it was very light spicy, but enough to kind of spark my curiosity. Mm. And then it wasn't until college again, I was introduced to 50 shades of gray, the novels first before the book.
0: So is that when it started the curiosity, the books in high school?
1: Yes. Okay. Yes. And then once I read Fifty Shades of Grey, and then saw the movie, it was like, ooh.
0: So what (laughs) lifestyle, because there are so many worlds within the lifestyle. Yeah. uh, Alternative sex lifestyle. Right. Which, can I call it a sector? (laughs) Sector, okay. Um, Which sector, what resonates, like, which lifestyle or which... Sector of the lifestyle resonates with you the most.
1: Um, I would say BDSM, mm. and I am. What is that? BDSM is um, bondage, discipline, submissive, and I forgot. I forgot the the M. The M. What's the M? so No. Um,
0: so what? How come you resonated with that the most?
1: I resonated with that the most because I wanted to tap into being submissive learning what a true dom submissive relationship is that Mm. just always turned me on because I feel like for me personally Mm -hmm. I'm a very outspoken person I have a strong personality Mm -hmm. you know I um, am dominant in the work world and I wanted to tap into feeding into more of the feminine side of me Mm -hmm. being soft and like nurturing and you know catering and things Mm. like that I you know that's truly deep down (laughs) in my heart and then also wanting to but like be a switch as they call it so you go from being a sub to a dom and tap into that and you know tapping into my dom I want to explore empowering myself letting that um Feminine warrior, almost like mm. kind of come out and just be like, "Yes, you know, I am the queen."
0: <laughs> sit your ass sit down. Sit your ass down. <laughs> After you done cleaning yes, this house. Yes. <laughs> so, have you found your community? I would say yes.
1: I found my people. Mm-hmm. You know, I and it, and each time we all hang out and dive into these type of topics and conversation, it's just like, oh my gosh, I didn't look at it like that. I so never is it?
0: Of it like that. Do you lean towards people who are, you know, more into BDSM, people who are more into kink, people who are more into the spiritual aspect of it, or or are you like, you know what?
1: A little bit of everything. A little bit of everybody. A little bit of everything, yeah. Okay. So, because I do see, I do feel as if the spiritual resonates and the other two, like the kink and stuff like that, depending. And again, just more about having that conversation with that person and seeing like where their head is at mm-hmm. because, um, you know, for example, doms, there's people out there who say they're doms, but they're really not doms. And then there's some people out there that say they're doms, but they're really women haters. And it gives them an excuse and to, so put them down. to put them down and degrade. Um, but, you know, there's, there's some people. In the
0: there goes the trauma being used the <laughs> wrong way. <laughs>
1: Exactly. But there are some people, you know, when it comes to kink, some people have a kink of being humiliated okay. and degraded. Um, for me. So, um, what's the
0: difference between kink and, let's say, uh, swingers? swingers?
1: Swingers. Swingers is a sex lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And kinks are more like, oh, I like sensual play or Mm -hmm. i like to be dominant or Mm -hmm. i am into voyeurism or exhibitionist okay you know that's like kind of like the difference but you can be both yeah you can be both
0: okay because i kind of wanted to clarify that we say kinky all the time we say we use the term kink all the time but it's not for the reason that we (laughs) use yeah
1: kinks you know it's more like okay for example like some you know there's a thing called a praise kink where people get really turned on by being praised and affirmations and compliments. You know, that's
0: a lot of people, though. So but kind of like in a sexual way. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> messing yeah, around, you know, but um. so everything. So some of the things that go under the kink umbrella would be BDSM.
1: BDSM would be one of them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, you know, submissive DOM. Humiliation, foot worship,
0: masochists. Yeah, they fall yes.
1: in there as well.
0: <laughs> I, you know, I don't understand. Uh, I get the B, I get the D, and I get the S. I know it's the M. I know. I, 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 I masochism. That's what yeah. it is. But I, what I'm saying is, I don't understand it. Like. I don't understand the the pleasure that comes out of it, but that's okay because yeah. it's not for me. To
1: be honest, I haven't tapped into that. Like, okay, I'll be honest with you. Um, it's another level. It's, it is another level.
0: Right now, that's probably <laughs> why it comes last. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's another level. Yes.
1: So, um, but the other things, what I'm really trying to explore right now, currently for myself, is being sensual
0: and learning. What is it about the sensual okay, so sensual rebel what is what is this because I feel like you said you're very outspoken, yes, you're see right there it came out, yep what happened you you sure you're from long island um, you're not a New York City girl, know, <laughs> right <laughs> but very outspoken, you are in charge at work, you are you know in control in different situations. Is that something that you feel kind of? Makes you want to be more sensual? Is that the reason? Yes. Is it? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I can relate. And just, I get you it. know,
1: experiencing or encountering like certain relationships and partners where I just felt like. You're too dominant. Yeah. I get that. You know, so. So, um,
0: so you started out as a Dom, <laughs> not in the bedroom, in whole lifestyle.
1: whole life. Yes. Work, all that stuff. But
0: did that ever translate? To sex. No. Unintentionally. No. So he's never like, sis, it's okay, I got to. (laughs) Like, like,
1: like, I I just... Yeah, no, And that's the thing. And that's why I'm trying to explore. So in the bedroom, you're
0: like, I'm cool with being submissive because when I'm not in the bedroom, I'm in control of everything. Right.
1: Right. But I want to have a healthy balance. Hence why I want to be a switch. I can see you. I can see you
0: switching. Yes.
1: Have a healthy balance with that. Um, But like I said, uh, a lot of it, the reason why I even started Sensual Rebels was to, again, heal myself for my own traumas yes. and things that I've went through in re- pertaining around intimacy and sex and love. So mm. um, that's kind of where we're at with that. I love it. <laughs> yes.
0: I love it. So how are you feeling right now on this journey? I know that you're not super, super deep in, but so far. I'm excited, to be honest with you. I have had my
1: moments of, being feeling afraid. That's or, what I or, wanted or, to know. Yeah. Feeling afraid or feeling like, oh, I don't know what someone, you know, Facts. oh, I'm not sure if I'm going to post this or not. And then the other side's like, Teresa, fuck it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like, who cares what other people think? You know, because then when you tap in,
0: from. you realize there's a whole world. Yes. yes of People yes. in that world. And it's not just you. Right. So what do you have going on right now that people might want to reach out to you to tap into? Okay, so um right now I'm in the process
1: of selling toys, adult mm-hmm. toys. Stop. Yeah. Wait, you have them already? Um I'm well I'm in the process of trying to come up with like a private event so women can see that and you know, intimate wear and things like that. <clears throat> All right, cool. So that's kind of like the long-term process of what okay. I want to do with Central Rebel. Um, in regards to the Rare Rebel, the mm-hmm. Rare Rebel shop, um, I do have, like, the private readings, um, my Crystal Reiki services uh, sessions, and then um, I also have my Etsy shop that's been doing pretty good. Love so it. I'm very grateful Love for that, it. and I'm grateful for everyone who's been supporting me. So thank you so much.
0: Beautiful, and thank you. Thank you. Thank you, because <laughs> there's somebody out there right now who's like... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know what? Let me look her up so I can start getting yeah, inspiration. Yeah. Because I want to tap in. Tap in. Tap in. Seriously. Tap in.
1: And don't be hesitant to reach out. Um, I love connecting with like-minded individuals. Love so. it.
0: So where can people find you?
1: People can find me at Sensual Rebels or the Rare Rebel Shop. Those are the two Instagram pages as well as TikTok.
0: No. All right. So... As you know, we have another segment that we're going to tap into. Okay. The SOA Q&A. Okay. Where our producer, SOA, (laughs) shot of adrenaline, he will ask us questions. Okay. That we have to answer. I always say we have to answer, (laughs) but once in a while I'll be like, I'm not answering. I'm I'm not answering that. I'll plead the fifth. (laughs) (laughs) All righty. Let's go. Name the kinkiest request I've ever gotten from a partner. Um, Yeah, there's someone who could only ejaculate on breasts. Really? That's the only way it happens. (laughs) Like... Yeah. Okay. Did I oblige? Yeah, I did. Oh. A couple times. After a while, I'm like, you know what? (laughs) Like, this has got to (laughs) stop. You know what it is? It just after, here's the thing. There's no judgment in what people like. But when you are held hostage by chasing one particular pleasure, like I'm not able to come if... It doesn't happen this way.
1: Got it. It starts to
0: become a turn off. I get that. I get that. You know
1: what I mean? Yeah. It's like, come on, change it up. Switch it up. (laughs) (laughs) There's foot like that. All right. Go ahead. What is the biggest revelation that I've had about in people when it comes to sex? Okay. Um, Biggest revelation. Everyone loves different. Mm-hmm everybody's love is different and everyone's i i don't know I, I would say that everyone's love is just different it's different do you, you feel like tell, we, we came
0: into this feeling like we're all doing it the same way no not
1: necessarily but like I, you know i Maybe younger T would have thought
0: that. Yes. You
1: know, younger T would have thought that. But for me, I'm like, everyone loves differently. And I started to realize that once I started to expand my balance. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, you know, and not everything has to be, you know, bunny rabbit, jack rabbit. And there are people out there who are sensual and who can hold space for you and mm. you know make you feel beautiful you know mm. not only physically but internally as well. Yeah.
0: Copy that. Yeah. What's the worst relationship advice I've ever been given? Definitely this relationship structure where you kind of treat your partner like an enemy. Like, I have a secret bank account. He can't know that I'm hiding money just in case things go wrong. I can escape and be fine. And I can't, there's a long list of things that you should never tell him because you never know how he's going to react. And that is, it just doesn't resonate with me. That doesn't sit right with me because I feel like the closest person to me, if we're right next to each other, and I'm behaving this way, then I'm going to be paranoid, too, because I'm I'm programmed to think that this is how people behave because this is how I behave. So how do you find peace? How do you find comfort? How do you find transparency? And how do you find trust? You don't. And I'm not into that.
1: Ooh, that's a good question. Do you I believe that one day we'll have AI sex partners? I mean, we already have some of those real realistic <laughs> dolls out there. Both men and women. <laughs> I mean really realistic. Have you seen some of these like toys? I'm like who I
0: saw some a couple years back, like when people first started talking about it on social, but I haven't delved in to see like how far that like the updates yeah no I don't know yeah
1: I just I I I do think it will be a thing eventually when I can't tell you but I do think it will be um, a new kink
0: Facts. <laughs> some people. Facts. you know what you're annoying I'm going to my ai girlfriend <laughs> you talk back <laughs> when do I think people become most accepting of their sexual lifestyles I don't think there's a when. I feel like there are a lot of people who never accept it. (laughs) Uh, Some people accept it very young. Some people. But if I had to generalize, I would definitely say mid-20s going into 30s. Like, once you hit 30, some of the confusion starts to go away. Some of it. And once you hit 35... Some more stars. And once you hit 40, baby. It's on and popping. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say about that. My erotic match. What would Ooh. be considered your erotic match? I want to hear this.
1: Okay. Um. Honestly, I am very extremely atta- I'm attracted to someone who is able to mentally stimulate me, mm. that is like a big, that's like a big win. If yeah. You're like that, that I'm a sucker for that. Um, someone who is gentle, but rough, but gentle. They, <laughs> they know how to switch yes, it up. Yeah. They yeah. know how to switch it up. And someone who's very creative because mm. and like wants to just be open and explore and really just, dive into it. Kinda like painting on a blank canvas and throwing some splatter paint at it.
0: So
1: yes, I would say that. I would I would say that. Painting
0: paint party coming up. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so our last and final segment, which I love, today's happy habit. What is a habit that you practice that brings you happiness? Whether it's daily or something small, nothing crazy. Girl, I love to clean. Mm. I love cleaning sometimes. It's therapeutic,
1: right? Oh, they're so therapeutic. Sometimes it's like sex for me. Stop. (laughs) I'm not kidding. You're dusting the table and you're like. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I love to clean because I feel like a clean space equals a clear mind.
0: Yeah, definitely. The energy flows differently. Yes, it does. I love it.
1: It definitely does. I love it.
0: Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you again. This was fun. Yeah, it was. (laughs) We had a good time. I love it. All right.
1: That's that. Okay. No love